Welcome back to another episode of In Between the Lines of Anime, One Piece Edition. I am your Captain Lukey, and today I'm going to be reading through chapter 1069 of One Piece. Um, this was all recorded live on YouTube. If you're listening through Spotify or YouTube afterwards, they're uploaded in individual episodes. You can check out the entire stream on YouTube. You can check out individual episodes on Spotify, YouTube. I'll have shorts made on TikTok. Check out everybody in the description for all of the guests I've had. I appreciate you all. So, to start off 1069, uh, there isn't a cover story, but we do, we do start off with the narrator saying there's a widespread disturbance on Egghead. So, that widespread disturbance is Rob Lucci and Luffy and everybody showing up in Times Square of Egghead. Of egg square starting a fight like he woke on 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 whatever her name was atlas like what the, they just started the fight so luffy is out here like okay um luffy is carrying bonnie on his shoulder and then you see in the background you see kuma and what's his name oh gosh kuma and luchi i hope this is showing it properly i can't really tell oh what maybe i should do this so i can tell better Oh, yeah, this is way better. I should have that. Yeah, 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 baby. So, yeah. um, You have uh, Kuma and... Kuma and Luchi. Or not Kuma. I shouldn't even say Kuma. I mean Seraphim Kuma. Right? Holy. Like, the, now there's just a lot of characters. So, yeah, there's Seraphim Kuma teamed up with Luchi in his... In his um, Zoan form with Luffy carrying uh carrying Bonnie on his on her shoulder, uh with Chopper and Jimbei now next to them. So Luffy is like, what the pigeon guy is here, and then you know they they exchange their words, um, because they can't necessarily engage right away. Like Cipher Pull Zero can't engage right away with Straw Hats. Because they're a Yonko crew now. And I'm actually really, really, really happy that it's being acknowledged, right? Like, Luffy being a Yonko leader, you can't just do what you want anymore. There's territories under him. There's other, like, consequences to just, de like, just talking to Straw Hat Luffy. Like, showing up to Straw Hat Luffy. There's going to be consequences just because of how influential his name is, right? Like, simply... um, we see that there's now potential conflict between the Straw Hats and the Red Hair Pirates because Bartolomeo burned a flag for the Straw Hat fleet. So things completely disconnected from Luffy will still have consequences for Luffy. And that applies to everybody in the show, every character. Luchi can't just fight Luffy. Um, you know, Kaku can't just tempest kick right it's not that easy anymore we're everybody's a big player everybody's a queen piece on this chessboard you have to respect everybody individually um so yeah like the narrator is saying that they're they're back onto the into the new world on egghead so they're back there this discussion is continuing and what we see is luffy hand off bonnie to jimbei and say hold my beer by the time Luffy said beer, Rob Lucci is already in his Zoan form and leaping 
towards Luffy, who has now gone into his Joy Boy form, Gear 5th, who has now gone into Gear 5th. Um, I will remark that we don't really see a transformation. Like, we don't see how we saw it last time, where it's like, ah, ha, ha, Gear 5th. We don't see that anymore. Um, what we just see is him going, oh, here, Jinbei, boing, and then he has his deity cloud around him the white flowing hair and oddly enough this was pointed out right away this is the panel i'm talking about so you have luffy and luchi just leaping towards each other but if you look that deity cloud i was talking about luffy it's also on luchi and whether it's called deity cloud or not i don't know i don't care i think everybody universally understands what i'm talking about it's the ring of cloud that is around Yamato when she goes into her full into her zone form, uh, around Luchi, around um, Luffy, right? This ring of cloud smoke type shit. I'm going to call it a deity cloud from this point forward, probably for the rest of time, just because it sounds cool. Um, so, yeah, they go into their their fight and they're they're right, right at it. And we see at the labosphere that shaka is not super super happy but he's intrigued because they're super fast and like they're very very quick um and then this is where the bulk of our fight comes in and oh my gosh invasion of the asians you're working at obese hands oh my goodness you deserve all the praise look at this panel guys it's colored. This is why you should go to OP scans when you are reading One Piece or using One Piece for any of your material in your content. Look at the beautiful color. And I know these guys. I just had conversations with them and I've, I've talked to them in the past before. They spend a lot of time and effort coloring these pages for us. And I, oh, I greatly appreciate it. Right? So you have... Wow. See, there's actually two different sets of color panels. I Wow right so so watch there's two different sets of colored panels so you have the first one where it is a little bit more flat but i do like it a little bit well i don't i do like it a lot like it's beautiful um you see him laughing there and then you know smiling and if you want to know what i was talking about with the nika smile earlier if you look at luffy you see in the top corner of his of his like mouth how it curls up. I'm going to try to. That part right there. It like curls upwards. That's the Nika smile I'm talking about. That little. <laughs> that one. You know what I'm talking about. And yeah, it's beautiful. These these panels. So you have um, Luffy and Luchi now starting their fight. But Luffy is clearly uh just taking this as a joke like it's it's whatever right like it's not it's not the serious thing it doesn't need to be serious the less serious the actually stronger he gets very very cool um and throughout this fight with luchi we're getting the exposition of what is going on with luffy's fruit right vegapunk says something along the lines of well i've never heard of a gomu gomu no me right i, I I wrote the, the encyclopedia. Like, I, how would I know? But what I will say is that form that he's taking on is so beautiful. 
right? It looks exactly like the, the God in ancient texts. And then he says, yes, this ancient warrior was a warrior of liberation that was always playful and puts a smile on the people's faces. So this warrior of liberation is the same warrior that the fishmen pray to. The people of Impel Down we're talking about. He is also known, and this is where we get the confirmation that Luffy is. The sun god Nika. Very, very, very cool. I love this panel. When I when I read the first coming of Joy Boy, I loved it. Um, it is very cool very nice to see that it's being capitalized on it's being properly utilized um yeah and with this form that luffy takes on there's a lot more goofiness going on right like there's a lot more of this of this um playfulness happening and luffy's like grabbing his head moving it around you know you know his eyes are popping out of his skull but then um um Vegapunk says, but devil fruits, th that devil fruit was erased from history, right? It, it was erased from history, but because of people's desire to believe in the warrior of liberation, that it will never cease to exist, right? It will never disappear because all desires are things that are born in this world and I don't know if that's real anymore or not, like, like, like physically born, right? Vegapunk. So this is our explanation as to how devil fruits are actually working. Vegapunk says that the devil fruits are the potential of human evolutionary that humanity has wished for, right? Wouldn't it be nice if I could do this? Wouldn't it be nice if I was able to do that? What if I looked like this? All of those imaginations are desires that then form into a devil fruit or take form in a devil fruit. However you want to say that. Um, and then right after that, we get another reminiscent panel, beautiful panel of Rob Lucci punching Luffy, the hand thing again. Yeah, that great. Um, but this time it's all it's coated with armament hockey. We have um, the the awakened versions of our users fruit now being fought with like these are very, very fun. So uh, Vegapunk says that his theory is that there's no need to think about whether there is a God or not. This world is very interesting. And yes, it is very interesting. I do believe you. Um so that while this fight is continuing to go on, exposition is still happening as to what is devil fruits, right? The, um, the fight with Luchi is still continuing where Luffy is like getting thrown away. And now he comes across Sentamaru and he goes, Oh, Hey, Axe guy, it's been a long time. And then, uh, <laughs> Sentamaru says like, don't forget we're enemies, right? So you'll let the old man escape with you. That's what Sentamaru is asking Luffy. And, Luffy says, yeah, like he asked me to help him. I'm going to help him. And I agree with Luffy a million percent again. Um, and then Sentamaru says, whoa, I don't know if you can do that. Um, I don't know if like, I don't, I don't, 
doesn't sound like a great idea. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, look at this. Straw Hat. This is Lucci speaking. Straw Hat. Don't you don't think you're the only one here who's gotten stronger. Woo! And then, beautiful panel of awakened L Lucci. The Neko Neko Nomi model leopard in its awakened form. I'm going to try to explain what it looks like. So if you know what Lucci looks like, he's like, um, he's standing on his hind legs in his full zone form with a nice, like, skinny waist, but then broad, broad, broad shoulders, thin, lanky arms. And then on that, you have his leopard printing, the fur covering all the way up to like his middle abdominal section, very thick neck going all the way up to his head where his ears are there. It's almost like a mask coming over where there's a face here. And then the biggest difference is that he has that deity cloud I was talking about. So the, the cloud that represents a unison between the ideals of your fruit and the will of the user. That convergence of, I, of, of that unity is represented by this deity cloud I speak of, right? Right there, that black cloud looming around Lucci. Um, and then... Yeah, that's Well, I don't know what's going on. Oh, am I still going? Oh yeah, there's not much more left. Oh, I thought it was done. It opens oh, a little weird. So um after the 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 re reveal of the Neko Neko no Mi model leopard, Shaka is Shaka's here with all of the other Vegapunks and then now our main Vegapunk and they're talking about the White Warrior and um, it's the power of the Gomu Gomu no Mi and they're just kind of, you know, catching up to date on each other's information. And then we head over to Marine Ford headquarters or sorry, not Marine Ford, sorry, the Marine headquarters um, where Sakazuki is being told that the Straw Hats are on Egghead. Um where he says, good grief, you know, if you're going to declare war, you better consult me first, you damn brat. Right. That's that's kind of what Sakazuki is, is giving off, you know. And then we pan back over to the. Oh. Yeah. Sakazuki says we must not fight at all cost. We, we, we shouldn't fight the Straw Hats, which I agree with. Don't fight the Straw Hats. It's not the best option. So when we go back to Egghead, we get Sentamaru. And they are the Marine Headquarters Science Unit Captain. So they were in charge of the Seraphim again. Where this is a sick panel where we hit where we have um, S Hawk, S Snake, and S Shark. Look at this. These Seraphim are copies of our warlord system. You have a child Mihawk, a child Boa Hancock. And a child, Jimbe. Mihawk has a sword. They they look like he, his eyes look normal. Black wings, darker skin tone. Like these, they're back. They're, they're back, but uniquely, they all have very, very, very special eyes. I'm showing this on stream, but they have the eyes that, that are starred. 
So that could market. That could be a difference, you know. S-Bear is there as well. So they got four of the Seraphims. And Sentomaru releases the command and says, S-Bear, get rid of those government officials. He goes, beep, beep. And poof, he is gone. He is doing work. Heads over to them. Smacks them, bro. Go to sleep in the forever box. Um, and that's when we learned that these um, the Seraphim, so S-Hawk, S-Shark, all of these guys, they actually have a um, hierarchy of command. Does that make sense? Um, so the hierarchy goes, uh, every, whoever holds them on the ship, that's the authority. And then it's Sentamaru. And then it's Dr. Vega Punk and the Punkettes, right? And the satellites. And then it's the five elders. So the only people that can trump all of the orders given are the five elders. But like Dr. Vegapunk can trump an order that Sentamaru gave to the Seraphim. Or the five elders can trump the order of everybody. Right? Like there's a hierarchy in who trumps who on this command chain. Um, and, you know, Luffy uses... We pan back over to the Luffy fight and Luffy uses a new move. Uh, Gomu Gomu no... Mogura pistol. So I'm not sure what Mogura means, but it's just another move. Like I, I can't wait to see this stuff animated. And then uh Sentamaru is exclaiming that they gotta go. We gotta get out of here. You know, will you guide the straw hats? So she's telling S Snake, guide the straw hats to the frontier. Dome using the vacuum rocket. Um S Shark and S Hawk hold off here. And in that same breath, you hear Shugun, bro. And poof, pops Sentamaru. Ruthlessly, ruthlessly pierces through their chest. How crazy. And then Luffy, and then Luchi says, the Seraphim obey our orders. Wow. Wow crazy chapter so which is kind of what we saw with um the smile fruits they were trying to be replicated so he then uh exclaims that um he has a lot of money and time put into the special fruits that can be reproduced whether or not you can awaken them Still left up in the air. So I'm guessing that because I see that it's Kaido's fruit, the Uo Uo no Mi, and then that is uh, Yamato's fruit. We even have um, Kaku's fruit in the back here. These are all Zoan fruits. Um, these two here, the Uo Uo no Mi and the. I don't remember. I don't remember what the dog dog fruit is, but whatever Yamato's fruit is. Ino Ino no Mi. That's what it's called. Yes. The Ino Ino no Mi. So once we see we see that Vegapunk is thinking about those two fruits, um, so potentially Momo may have the ability to awaken at some point. I'm still at a loss for what an awakening for that dragon fruit could be because we didn't see it with Kaido, right? Like I thought that the awakening was the ability to go into like a perfect third form. But I guess not. It's fine. Like, I just want to see what's going to happen. Um, Logia fruits can be repro reproduced pretty difficultly. Like, it's pretty hard to reproduce um, 
logia type devil fruits right because they're just a concept they're not an actual thing they're just a concept the laundry laundry fruit right the flame flame fruit it's not fire it's the concept of fire right so that's that i understand but then there's paramecia where you can if you can get a hold of the user's um lineage factor which is like the human genome code the um life sequence whatever you want to call it it is that it is the the thing to break uh to sorry it is the uh, breaking of our human coding right and being able to manipulate it and understand it and read it and write it and blah 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 right once you can get a hold of that lineage factor from somebody with a paramecia fruit you can just recreate the fruit at will which is pretty easy uh it's refined into some type of uh special blood that will then allow the user that ability um and we see that that is what is flowing through the seraphim the seraphim like right here you can see that there's like a clear spot in their arm where they could see the blood where there's no bone or anything it's just a tube of green blood and then this is when we see um what's her name uh s hawk use the marrow the marrow marrow no me ability mellow love love fruit which very i don't know how i feel about this hold on Hold on, let's think about this for a second. This is a child Boa Hancock. And these fodder are being affected by the ability. But the love love fruit only works if the subject finds the user attractive. Uh why are you guys <laughs> what's up, sub? Um these guys are all attracted to a chai. Okay. Hey, different cultures, different cultures. That's all I can say. I don't, I don't actually know what's going on, but different cultures. Okay. Go for it, man. Um, yeah. So the seraphim are regarded as the highest creation that science has allowed in the history of the world. These seraphim. So I'm going to take that as concrete fact that they are supposed to be big bads, right? Like they are supposed to be, what is it called? Um, apocalyptic power level, right? Like these guys are, these little robots are all modeled after old warlords, but with pacifista technology, very, very scary stuff, very scary territory we're moving into. So we see S-Bear use the move called Ursus Shock. So Ursus, um it's like ours which is french for bear they also have uh other things like ursaring from pokemon he's a bear ursers so i'm gonna say and he he's not modeled um s bear so the pawpaw fruit that um um kuma has may actually be like a mythical bear type fruit i could go with that it could be a it could be that he is of a bear descendant i'm not too sure right like there's got to be something going on with bear um so yeah and then we have frankie looking ecstatic at the creations of vegapunk and usopp panicked 
as usual. I, these are these are the things I love about One Piece that our characters they do grow and they do change. But the ca- the, the the Saturday morning cartoon vibe from each of the characters never leaves, right? Like you can always expect a good panty joke from Brooke. You can always expect Usopp to cower in the face of something fearful. You can always expect Sanji to have a nosebleed when a cute girl arrives. These are things that are like, that is their character. Not that's a part of their character. That is the character and everything else is around them, right? At the end of the day, it is a Saturday morning cartoon for for a family, right? So you need to have different archetypes that the viewer can then always relate to, right? The the the, the passionate lover boy, Sanji, the the uh ecstatic tinkerer, Frankie, the ba- ba- you know, boss bitch Nami, the um history buff but quiet Robin, right? Like those are their character archetypes and that's okay because that's what makes a story so good is that you have these things about your characters and about the world that are consistent and that the world around them has to move has to change to them not them always changing to the world around them right so yeah i do like seeing these types of little things so um Vegapunk is then calling them the strongest humans. Whether or not I would call them human, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it means to be human. I watched Parasite the Maxim, and that shit was called into question. So, I don't actually know. Oh, see, apparently I can do this, right? Can't I do this? Oh, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. But that's okay. Um, so yes, the, yeah, they're marine weapons. So, um, they're trying, the, the Seraphim people in the egghead times square are trying to get up to the labosphere where Lucci is just sitting there like crack. Oh, I just slipped. Nice. I had to crack my neck. I haven't cracked in a while. I need to use a shave. Poof. Pops over to Santamaro. Uh, and he's just like, as you see, Lucci is like menacing in this picture here because he thinks he's at an advantage, right? He he doesn't know what's actually going on. Um, and then we see the oopsies. And then we see Luffy turned into the gates of hell, essentially, right? Like. Luffy has now, um, oh, I don't know what's going on on my computer. I think it broke. But Luffy is now an absolute menace. He has turned his head into the head of a giant. He has opened, and he's just trying to munch, trying to munch, 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 munch on Luffy, which is exciting. I'm very, very happy about that. Um, He then, like, chomps down, right, and... Uh, misses Lucci, where Lucci is like very upset, and then you know, <laughs> Luffy looks up with just the rocks in his mouth, and <laughs> and he uses it like a gun. So like, imagine you filled your mouth up with water, and you like pressed on your cheeks to like spray the water, 
Luffy, I mean, Luffy does that with the rocks in his mouth. So it sprays out like BB pellets uh, towards Luchi, which is sick. Luchi is coated up with armament hockey and like punches through it. But in that same breath, Luffy flies away and then grabs onto the, the, the tubes running amongst this Times Square of, of Egghead and like uses it like the ropes of a uh, wrestling ring and like flies towards him with the with the stretching and gomu gomu no right so you see that he's at the bottom of the labosphere or the vegapunk bank whatever you want to say and this was the game changing panel i remember not only is luffy affecting the areas around him which we got an idea of from uh doflamingo but he also is pull going onto his hair and going whoop i'm wearing goggles now and the goggles from the clouds that is his hair get manifested into a real life object and click shine so the shine to us indicates that it's real glass which is crazy luffy literally has the ability of imagination confirmed the imagination can be manifested into real life with the gomu gomu no mi he uses gum gum dawn rocket so another one of the dawn things and catapults into luchi look at the bulge coming out of him this guy has a tumor popping out of his body luchi hits the floor and he's sitting there like how do you still have so much power and luffy is laughing <laughs> And then he, and then Luchi exclaims that his consciousness is starting to fade. So Luchi is starting to get worn out of this fight. Uh, S-Snake, S, S back at the Labosphere, points towards uh, Nami and the gang. And it looks like Jim, or sorry, not Nami and the gang, sorry. Uh, Jimbe and Chopper to get out of here. Go up the rocket vacuum. And get out of here fast. And oh, she actually looks kind of cute. This is something I could see Boa like looking like. Like she's, you got this. You instantly being, I'm just following order. That's all, right? Because he says, thank you. You're much kinder than the Hancock I know. And she's blushing just like Hancock would. And he's like, Luffy, let's go. Luffy, let's go. And it says, please refrain from last minute boarding. <laughs> Sentamaru then exclaims that she entrusts the old man Vegapunk to Luffy. And Luffy goes, okay, I'll definitely get him off this island now. And they're departing. The, the people are going. And like Bonnie, Luffy, Jimbei, Chopper, and then I think it's Atlas in the background there. They are shooting up through the tube that Luffy just bounced off of. Um, they travel for 32 seconds and make it all the way from the from the fabrio phase scrap no from egghead at times square to the to the lab labosphere so now they're back up with our nami group which is very very good i'm super i love seeing the, the straw hats like get back together and then you know disband again and then get back together and then there is a announcement um that when all of the researchers are inside the factory the factory will initiate its lockdown sequence it'll fortify the egghead frontier dorm 
dome where there is now a major danger alert going out across Egad. Um, oh, that's pretty good. See, Luchi and the gang are saying that good job, Luffy, because you said you would be Vegapunk's bodyguard and you are Vegapunk's bodyguard right now. So that's very good. Um, Stussy is telling the CP0 that they're, they've been ordered to wait it out until the Marines show up. And then um, if they wait, that they'll most likely the Straw Hats will most likely escape them. So it's kind of a battle for the clock right now. Um, they're wondering why the world's smartest man is being um, targeted, right? And um, Vegapunk is being pretty genuine when he says that the safest place for him is most likely a Yonko ship which he's not wrong like if there is one ship you would want to be protected by it is Luffy or Shanks or one of these Yonkos right because essentially that's what the government is the government is just a Yonko group but they don't even know it yet they don't even call themselves yet right like the, 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 the they're just a pirate crew running the world though right um And yes, so back to Times Square, where we have the whole CP0 gang and all of our Seraphim now teamed up, ready to go with Centimaru out of the, out of the picture. Um, they're all talking about getting medically repaired, you know, get food, check out my stuff. And Bonnie is like, oh, I'll leave you guys, like, screw this. If Vegapunk ignores me about restoring my back, my dad back to normal, then killing him is the only option. True. You're a pirate, Bonnie. Do what you want. You got this, babe. And then we pan over where we then see a marine flag. Right? A marine ship. And, and now we're hearing. So the Straw Hat crew have become Vegapunk's allies. And Kizaru is on the phone saying, bring as many warships as possible to Egghead. Because they're going to Egghead. And that is the end of 1070. Here's a beautifully colored um, panel by Cyborg, which we just had on the show. Holy smokes. How beautiful. Um, yeah. So that's the end of 1070. Everybody in their white outfits, Stussy looking cute, Kaku looking great. That's the darker skin tone I was talking about for the Seraphim with the white hair, black wings. And what seems to be just fire permanently coming off of them, but it's hard to tell. I, I can't tell. Um, and yeah, Kizaru. So yeah, the 1071 is done. So we have Kuma flying through the air and they're asking, where is he flying off to? Where this chapter, the cover art, non-existent once again, which is fine. And it is titled, The Hero's Sortie, or Sortier, however you want to say it in English. But what that is, is The Hero's Sortie, which is The Hero's Leave, The Hero's Bye Bye, The Hero's Get Out. Very exciting. And it's funny that we say that the heroes get out while we see a hero coming in, right? Flying into the 
red port of the red line. He makes a hole in the red line? Where are we? The Celestial Dragon's invincible slave, Kuma. He just like blasted through a wall. The island's northeast section. So it's an island near... Oh, no, it's an island um, near the red line. And oh, I just smacked my desk. I'm so sorry. Everything is shaking. Um, near the Bondola Tower in entrance. And Kuma is looking giant, bro. Massive, guys. Holy. You know what? Screw this. I'm going to do this. Yep. This is better. This is better. Transition. Poop. Yep. So you have Kuma, who's a giant boy. He's like a giant. He is the former warlord of the sea, Bartolomeo Kuma. Bartolomeu. Bartolomeu Kuma has appeared. All marines to the to the scene immediately. All personnel to the scene immediately. This is a level 10 problem for them. Everyone needs to get out. Evacuate. It's dangerous. Kuma's presence alone requires an evacuation. He is no longer in his human awareness. He is no longer a human. So then we pan back out to the new world back at Egghead Island and they are trying to block all possible locations in which Vegapunk could escape from, right? Vegapunk is now teamed up with all of the other Vegapunks and the Straw Hats and they're ready to not only fight, but fight to get out, fight to leave, boys, right? Let me, let me, let me, let me just, poof. Right, so they're now getting ready to leave. So they're trying to leave. They're trying to not leave, but try to get a team together so they can leave. Right. And with the officials blocking the departure routes, they, they don't they, they got to stop. They got to stop fooling around and actually work together. Right. So um, Lucci is now claiming that he has the authority to command the seraphim but how can he drag out the seraphim from the dome right um and stucy is saying you don't want to listen to what the higher-ups have to say eh lucci says i don't recognize straw hat as a yonko lucci your pride is getting in the way of you you are you are going to falter at the knees of yonko straw hat okay like don't forget it and they're trying to get out, but <laughs> with Shaka being the good and Lilith being the bad, it looks like they have some type of duality going between them, some back and forth, some fun back and forth. Um, so, yeah, um, aren't you going to lose your our home and be taken by the government so yeah they're worried about what's going to happen because they're all like wait if we're not a part of the government if they're after us then that means we're not safe right and he is saying oh see that's where i said quasar but he is saying that no we're safe like we're, we're good so he's talking to a denden mushi and the denden mushi is covered up by shadows right 
because I guess they're not trying to tell us who is talking for this. But um, he goes, hello, I'm not I'm in some sort of trouble. Please save me. And the Den Den Mushi then asked, answers, I've been waiting for your orders. Huh? They're going to help us? Escape should be easy now. Blah, blah, blah. Right? Like, who said you're in charge? Like, Kashaka's like, I approve, right? So they they all have their own kind of dynamic between the Vegapunks, which is nice. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I get to see that. Um, so we they got to get on board the boat. Right. Um, and there's seven of them. Oh, yeah. Lilith Chen is coming. Yes. Yes, she is. Sanji. Um, so inside the labosphere, you hear going, you hear, wait, 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 wait. And Bonnie bolts out saying, Vegapunk, you little worm. How dare you use bugs again against me? So the frontier dome is released. The Labosphere's interception system is now released. I don't really know. The Frontier Dome is released. What is the meaning of this? Shaka's asking, right? Who is in the control room? There's not a soul in there. And everybody around town is saying, like, what's going on? Like, this seems, like the Cypherpole agents are saying, this seems very, very convenient for what's about to happen. And this shot of Egghead looks very, very cool. Of Punk Records looks very, very, very nice. Almost like pyramids, right? But like the, like, wow. There's also a robot. And then let the fighting begin. Um, We found the ship down there. So let's destroy it. So the Sunny is waiting with the robot. And a Tempest Kick and Ran Kyukaku. Whatever Luchi and Kaku attack together. Very cool picture, guys. Um, and Zoro's taking a nap, wakes up, and he's like, oh, fuck, man. Pops his sword and blocks everything. Who is disturbing my sleep? And Kaku's shitting his pants. Zoro's here? Oh, no. Back to the Vegapunks. So they're trying to fix up the uh, the Labos or the um, um, Frontier Dome and everything like that. Because something happened now. Something's going on with it. And uh, yeah, so then back to like now these fights are happening simultaneously. Back to Kaku Zoro clash. Back to Lilith. Let's get ready to fight. Sanji Nami. Hey guys, Luffy, get over here. We got to go. We just landed here. Can we take it easy for a bit? Nope. Didn't you see Rob Lucci? Don't you know Bonnie, that long-haired pirate woman? So they're all touching base on what each other have got up to. And then Vegapunk pops up. <coughs> and he goes, there are only two ways to answer this. Right? Like, what happened to the Vegapunk? There's only two ways to answer it. Can you bring back... Can you bring my father back to normal? I'm sorry, but I don't have a reason for that oh fair like he doesn't he can't he doesn't know he doesn't have a reason to or like bonnie's getting cheesed and then on a certain sea in the new world the ship exclaims wow isn't that a strangely huge fish hmm and it's killer and kids group wow killer and kid in the 
Hey, wake up. We're getting to this island. You see the island? It's the stronghold of the giants. And Kid says it's Elbaf. And then we go over to the Marine Headquarters, G14 branch, where Helmepo and what was her name from last time? Oh, man. Jolene? Whatever. I gave her a Texan accent last time, but Kobe is still missing and they're explaining everything to Garp. And Garp is like, hey, let's go. We're going to go get those pirates. And he goes, what? Don't be. Uh, Doll says, uh, what? You're funny. If you're going to go pick a fight on the island of one of the four emperors, you've got permission from the uh, from the from people above us. Right. And he goes, what? Why would I do that? I've been in the Marines for decades. And he goes, get on board. We're going to Hachinasu. We're going to beat those pirates. We're going to get Captain Kobe. And um, whatever. Sakazuki's daughter and Helmepo are just like crying. They're so happy. Very nice. Yeah, wow. Look at these colored panels. Wow. Look at these colored panels, dude. Blasting through the wall of, oh my, oh my goodness, Kuma. And then that's it for 1071. So we end off with garp claiming that he's going to go to the um uh, hachinosu to get kobe we also fully understand that uh kobe i mean not kobe sorry kid is on his way to egghead i mean oh my gosh yeah mess me up we also understand that kid is now on his way to elbaf what what <laughs> i'm very excited